The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Welcome, everybody, on this fabulous May day. Boy, it is a wonderful day out there, Vicki. The weather is not 120, so it's a good day, right? Right. That's right. Yes. Uh, w- this is Carol Royce. I am here with you every single Sunday afternoon. I am in the studio with the luxury trendsetter, Miss Vicki Middlebrook. Hello, Vicki. Hello. It's an awesome Sunday afternoon, and I'm excited to be with our listeners, and we thank you for tuning in to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show right here on 550 KFYI. Hey, Vicki, you know, a little bit later, we're going to have Lou Silverman, and I know you use his law firm, and so do I. They they are estate planners. They, they've set everything up for us. They put our rental properties into LLCs. They, they make sure that everything that we do to protect our assets and to be able to give the money when we pass on to the parties that we want to. So Lou's going to be here. He is a wealth of information. And so you need to tune in to listen to what Mr. Lou Silverman has to say. And I know you use him too. That's right. I do. It's exciting to have him on the show today. Um, He's really helped us plan our estate planning. And why we're talking about that on a real estate radio show is because the, we deal with a lot of our listeners and they call us out and they say, you know, it's mom and dad's going into hospice or mom and dad has now passed. And sometimes we see that these estates are not set up for the kids to sell real estate. It's so true. And 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 then there's a lot of prep work. And then it would take Vicki uh, four to five months to be able to get that, to get mom and dad's estate set up properly so that the kids can sell the real estate to help with the expenses and, and to pass on pass it on to the heir. So Lou's going to cover that again. He's been doing this as long as I have. So he's quite the expert as we are. That's right. So why don't we go ahead and tune into this week's luxury real estate report and talk about carol what's going on in our local arizona real estate market i feel like people out there um are kind of wondering what's going on well we get asked all the time yes the media is talking a lot negative about what's going on in the world in real estate right and so people are asking us is the market still strong some people you talk to they're going to say that market's strong there's multiple offers flying everywhere you're going to talk to other people and they're going to say I feel like the market is crashing. You're going to talk to other people and they're going to say, oh, the market seems to be humming along just like it has been. So it all depends on, I guess, where people get their news, what they're listening to. True. But the data we give on this Carol Race Real Estate Show, it's truly the market trends of what's coming straight out of our Arizona regional multiple list service. So this is accurate data. It's accurate data. And you know what, Vicki, you do trend it. And this this is a trend that you worked on this morning. So this is fresh off the MLS. There's there's not a week, two, 30 days, 60 day lag time. And it's not talking about California, Oregon, or New York. It's talking about Maricopa and Pinal counties. That's right. So we'll go ahead and dive into the report. And again, it is Maricopa, Pinal counties. And it does come from our Arizona regional MLS. So let's take a look. Currently, there's 1,103 luxury homes for sale priced from 1 million to a high of 30.6 million. The current average price luxury for sale home right now 
2.84 million with days on market averaging 70 days for those active for sale homes. If we take a look at what's under contract in escrow, there's 1,322 luxury homes priced from 1 million to a high of 29.5 million. The current average price luxury home in escrow right now, 2.23 million with days on market averaging 58 days. Carol, I believe that's going to be a record number to have 1,322 homes priced over a million dollars in escrow. So that I don't high remember end, ever seeing a number like that. No, you're absolutely right. And that high-end market is healthy. It is it is moving along. Uh, days on market are staying pretty consistent, although, Vicki, it may be that you don't sell your house in the first two hours. Maybe it takes two days, two weeks, or two months. But still, the 70 days is lightning fast. Yeah, and that's for the listed. Lightning fast, The yes. ones under contract are averaging 58 days. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look just to... What sold closed escrow with homes over a million dollars just since last week's show? We had 123 of them. The average price point that closed there, well, they were in a range from 995000 to a high of $11 million. That's So you awesome. see our ultra luxury still selling and still doing well here in the Valley. And then if we take a look at just what is the current average price luxury for sale home right now in the Valley, it's $1.97 million. With average days on market, 49 days. That's fast. Since the first of the year, we've had 2,420 luxury homes close escrow. The highest price year-to-date, $21 million. But let's break down and let's look at homes that are over $1.5 million. We started okay. doing that last week, Carol, because we know that some of these homes priced over a million just really aren't... They're your production home builders, which is okay, but if we want to track a higher price point, you. homes that sold over $1.5 million since the first of the year, we've had 1,185 homes that have closed over $1.5 million since the first of the year. Okay, I'd like to comment on the twenty uh, on the two thousand four hundred and twenty that have closed year to date. I wanted to I want to revisit. Let's go back to twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. For that whole year of twenty nineteen, we were ecstatic to report that for the year, twelve months, we had eighteen hundred, a little over eighteen hundred homes sold in twenty nineteen, over a million dollars. Today Look where we are. The first, just since the first of the year, how many did you say? Well, if we take a look at total homes priced over a million dollars, we've had 2,420 of them that closed in the MLS. Have there been a lot of sales probably outside the MLS and luxury? Absolutely. So, but this is data right out of the MLS. So we, so we went from 1,800 year-to-date, a whole year in 2019, to year-to-date, 2,420. And what are we, May 15th? May 15th. Would you say that that luxury market is still very, very healthy? It is. You know why? People in that higher price point, they're not impacted by interest rates. What they're, they, they buy homes with cash. They have you know, or they're doing commercial lending on their private banking relationships. Yes. So there's all different ways that they finance these luxury homes. However, um, when you get into the lower price points, those folks seem to be more restrained by the interest rates. It's keeping them from maybe purchasing a home. So we're seeing that the ultra luxury and the luxury market is still dominating. Um, 
more showings are probably happening on those price points than, than any others. the other price points. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, you know, I, I, I do like to listen to, to Sean Hannity from time to time when I'm in my car. And Sean said something that we've known to be true, that when you get inflation coupled with high interest rates, it really does hurt middle America. It, does. it hurts middle America more than it hurts the ultra rich, right? right. And, and it hurts them more than it does those that, that are less than middle America because they're not buying as many houses and moving around. Uh, but we know that. We know that because we, we are experiencing that with, with home sellers and home buyers that we're working with. And what we've seen is a cooling off in that market. You know, a lot of buyers just need to take a breath and figure out how they can afford an extra $1,000 a month on an increased mortgage payment because of the interest rate. Right, yeah. So the buyers that were looking a year ago that didn't buy oh my gosh. this past year, a lot of them are probably upset with themselves right now. Saying, well, they could Why be priced out, so yes. Some were struggling to get their offers accepted. Others were maybe being a little picky and waiting for that perfect house. I was talking to one of our listeners this past week, and I said um, they have adult children, and they want their son to be in homeownership. And they said he's really concerned because everything he sees – it's not like what he's used to living in. I said well, he needs to get over that. Get over that. And he needs to just go buy that first house. He can put a little bit of money into it. But in two years, three years, he'll have some equity. Then he can go buy the next house that has some nicer amenities. So if you're hearing this and you've been kind of picky and you're watching, hearing just that things are Just go buy getting, a house. You know, priced out, go buy a house. I want to tell a quick story. Uh, our grandson, Kyle, who is a firefighter in, in Nevada, bought a house right and he said i'm not happy with it and i said why are you not happy with it i'm just glad he got into home ownership right, right. he said it needs new floors and it needs exterior paint he closed on it he had it painted and he put in that wood look tile he said i love my house exactly i said kyle what did you spend six thousand dollars so for six thousand dollars now you have a house that you absolutely love right absolutely so we just want to encourage people to get into homeownership if you haven't or if you have grandkids or kids that need to get into homeownership, see what you can do to help them out. Amen. But Carol, let's talk about an amazing home we have. And this home is waterfront lifestyle. What I like about it is you can come home from work or you can just go out on the weekends or the evenings or during the day and you can take a boat ride on the community lake because you basically have your own private boat dock in your backyard. And while you're sitting by the swimming pool and enjoying the features, you're going to see all of that beautiful features. You're going to see the ducks. Um, right now there's baby ducks out there. Oh, You're going to see the heron that come and fly around. But this house is truly remar remarkable. It has all today's latest trends. It is highly upgraded. It is listed for sale for $1.2 million over in Arrowhead Lakes, a beautiful home. That's on the west side. Four bedroom, two and a half bath, and it's 3314 square feet. If you're looking for a awesome move-in ready home, you need to see this house over at 533 West or actually, it's 5333 West Mohawk Lane in Glendale. You know, Vicki, what that says to me is vacation every day. Vacation right. every day. I come home, I look at this lake, I see the baby ducks, I see the heron, and I think, 
Am I in San Diego? Yeah, you're not looking out to a block wall. Nothing wrong with the block wall because most of the homes in the valley have a block wall. But it's just a different type of lifestyle. So if you want a vacation every day, call me, 480-776-5231, and I can put you into vacation every day. That's right. And Carol, I see that you have something in front of you that I know you wanted to talk about today. I absolutely do. But you know what? We're going to talk about that later. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce. I am your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And today I'm really, really excited because I've got a friend. But not only are you a friend, Lou, you and I are doing business, correct? correct. And Lou is a Silverman Law Office. You're board certified in what? Estate planning, trust, and probate law. Which is very, very important. So you guys, I want you to listen up. Maybe grab a pen and some paper and take some notes because Lou's going to give us some very valuable information today. And Lou, you and I, we've been, you've been in your profession for about 40 years. Right. I've been in mine about 38. So we're running parallel here. Yes, we are. So, Lou, one of the reasons I wanted you in is uh, we've been getting phone calls. And and I'll tell you one that we just got two weeks ago. A young lady who is married, she lives in Michigan. Uh, She just had a baby, and she contacted me, and she said, Carol, my mom died in uh, Chandler, Arizona, Sun Lakes Retirement Community, and I don't know what to do. I, so we I, so we pulled it we pulled up the deed of right, course yeah. and and of course it's in her mother's name and I said did your mother have a will no mom didn't have anything so she said I don't have the money to fly to Arizona I I, I just don't know what to do so I want to talk a little bit today Lou because a lot of our listeners may not have prepared they may not have planned for what's going to happen down down the road when when they're no longer here and and they've got assets right Lou and and then there there there's no provision for that so you, you I want you to come in and okay. just tell us some things here well I'm going to pick up on your your question there because yeah. it's a pretty typical one yeah so we're going to assume that mom didn't have a plan now maybe you know she did and sometimes it takes a pretty thorough search i have found People have hidden things away, mm-hmm. and they just don't tell anybody where they hid them. Right. So um, I do recommend before you give up on the fact that there's no will or a trust or something, mm-hmm. look everywhere. Look in every drawer. Right. You know, look, mm-hmm. look wherever you think you're, you could find things. Um, also, if you find that odd-looking key in the cupboard, which could be a bank savings deposit box. Right, right. Uh, by law... The bank will let a person in, even if they're not otherwise authorized, to search for a will Mm -hmm. or trust or actually for life insurance. So Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. get in there if Mm -hmm. you can find the bank. Right. Again, these are a lot of ifs. Yes. But let's assume that that's all occurred and there's been a thorough search and there's no will or trust. Right. Um, So by law, that person has died intestate. That Mm, just means without a will. Okay. Um, And so by the laws of intestacy... Number one, dictate who gets what, mm-hmm, but also mm-hmm. dictate who has the right to be in the role of personal representative. Mm-hmm. So an estate basically consists of whatever a person owns when they die that is in their name alone, 
is not jointly held with another person, like joint tenancy with right, the survivorship. Right, right. And that could be bank accounts. That could be real estate. There's lots of different ways mm-hmm. to join assets, but they're, it would mean it's not in joint tenancy and it's not pay on death. So it's not like a life insurance where mm-hmm. there is a beneficiary. That's what's subject to probate. Okay. And so probate is sort of this fictional mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. of having an estate representative appointed called a personal representative. Right. Somebody back east would, would call that same role, the executor role. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So there are certain people who have priority. So if this woman who contacted you mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. siblings mm-hmm. and no living parent, then all of the siblings have priority to serve. So if all of them say, well, we'd all like to be the personal representative, which in theory they could, then there's a petition that's filed with the court and the petition asks for the appointment of a personal representative of an intestate estate and that these are the people who have priority to serve. So that would be how that process would begin. So you go to court, mm-hmm. and so then a judge looks at all of the documentation that is provided right. and rules that, okay, uh, you can all be personal representatives, or you could pick one person. Right, and the more yeah. the more logical approach is, and this is what I would yeah. recommend, mm-hmm. is that you really don't need three personal representatives. No. You know, it's like a company doesn't need three presidents. It needs a president. <laughs> right, so, right. Among the three of you, choose who's willing to do it. Mm-hmm. The other two of you sign a document that I'll provide that says, you know, I give up the right. Mm-hmm. Also, you're going to consent to the third person and you're going to waive bond. Mm-hmm. You, you have to have waivers of bond in order to get this done as smoothly, as, as mm-hmm. efficiently as possible. Because mm-hmm. then nobody needs to go to court. Arizona has an informal probate process, which allows us to submit the paperwork, but never step foot into a courtroom. That's wonderful. Yes. And, the, and there'll be an appointment mm-hmm. of a personal representative. Mm-hmm. And that person, once they're appointed, they're in the driver's seat. So that, they can sell that property, they can, they can sell the car, they everything. can sell the furniture. Yeah, they step okay. into the shoes of the okay. decedent. Okay. They can sell everything, they can liquidate, mm-hmm. they, they have certain re- responsibilities, such mm-hmm. as recognizing who are the creditors. Right. Um, there's a process of notifying creditors, mm-hmm. uh, tax issues. You know, we have to make mm-hmm. sure tax returns have been filed. Exactly. And if not, what needs to be done? So there's, it's a big mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. I, I basically tell people that being a personal representative is not a job for sissies. You really have to take it on. It's a, it's a job. You have to have dedication. You got to right. be organized. You've got to be detail oriented. You've got to have the time to do it. Right. Uh, because if you don't do the job well, then you're violating fiduciary duties. And you could be brought before the court someday, the court saying, why didn't you do this correctly? You you knew what to do. You just didn't do it right. You know, So that's important that we have to get that across to people, that it's an important job that you're doing. I was personal representative uh, of my mother's estate. And in her trust papers, she named me right. on my death my eldest daughter Carol Royce. Right. Okay, so I so I did that. So there's also an accounting. I mean, yes. uh, because because I have three siblings, right? And so my my mother was very clear who who got what, yeah. how that money was to be distributed, and so I had to keep records. Absolutely, just in case one of those siblings came back and said, uh, "Hey, Carol, we're, we see twenty thousand dollars missing or whatever." So anyway, I had to keep you records. Do. So it is not a job for sissies. You have to keep for, records. Yes. Um, 
you have a right to be paid for mm-hmm. the job in Arizona. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Some people do want to be paid. Some mm-hmm. people don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if they want to be paid, they have to mm-hmm. keep time records. Mm-hmm. So they have to prove the value of their time. Mm-hmm. Now, some states like California, um, which is not a state where I would want to go through the probate process if I'm the consumer, because they have statutory fees. So if you have an estate, say, of $2 million, which isn't that large when you consider that you could have a house being half that, the lawyer is going to get a minimum fee, probably, I'm trying to think, but probably in the $20,000 range. Mm -hmm. And the personal representative can get a minimum fee. So it doesn't matter how much labor they even put into the job because these are statutory fees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, thankfully for the consumer, Arizona does not have that process. So, Lou, let me ask you a question. So this young lady that lived in Michigan, so she has to file the paperwork in Arizona because mom passed in Arizona. Well, even more importantly, the real estate's located in In Arizona. In Arizona, okay. So you have to. So let's say that mom owned real estate in Arizona Mm -hmm. and she owned real estate in Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. The daughter could file her probate petition in Arizona, but then we'd have to have another probate proceeding in Texas. It's called an ancillary proceeding. Mm -hmm. Now we're just adding to the Mm -hmm. cost of the Mm -hmm. whole thing Mm -hmm. because we're going to have to basically be in two different courts. All right. So, uh, you know, I want to continue this conversation. We're going to run out of time here in just a little bit, but but I do want to continue this conversation. So, So when we go to break, come on back with us because we've got some really important information for you. So we've talked about planning. So you right. really should... Con- contact Lou Silverman, uh, come in, sit down, and and then have these things cleared up. So 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 your children or those that you want to leave properties in your estate to don't have a mess to clean up. Correct. Because we we see this a lot, Lou, in, in Arizona, because we have such a huge retirement population here. Right. Again, at the Carroll Race team, I'm I'm thinking that in 2021 we had 10 or 12 of these. Where, where we just had to give advice and then refer them to you so you could help clean it up. So then yeah. we could get on and sell the property. Well, and Carol, sometimes these, you know, what we'll call a disaster, meaning mm-hmm. there's a death, mm-hmm. or in some cases even an incapacity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. occur in the middle of an escrow. Oh, yeah. So here you are yeah. with an escrow and a closing yeah. date coming up, and now your seller is either deceased or incapacitated. Right. Now what do you do? Yeah. So there's a whole new chapter, but... Basically, the probate courts is going to provide the relief that we're going to need to to solve that. So I know that these sound like complicated things. They they really sound complicated, and they they can sound a little overwhelming. But, Lou, I think the very best advice that I can give anybody listening to us today is to pick up the phone, call you. Right. Call Lou Silverman at the Silverman Law Office. What's the best number for them to reach you? 480 Four nine one three two one six. All right, just just pick up the phone and call Lou. Uh, you've got a great staff of people. Right. You're very you're on yeah, top we do. of we it. You've got you've um, got a great team. I've met with several on your team going right. through various things, but I think it's important uh, that that you get these things organize get get them in line so when that day happens it's you know you you can pass on anything you want to your ears we're well, going to take a real quick break okay, here lou sure. and then we're, we're going to come right on back so again uh my advice to you 
Lou Silverman is my estate planning attorney, 480-491-3216. You have been listening to me, Carol Royce. I'm here with you every single Sunday, coming to you from the KFYI studios. And it's been my pleasure to talk with Lou today. Uh, I really want you to come on back because we're going to talk a little more about estate planning, wills and trusts, trust planning. And uh, again, you can pick up the phone and call me anytime you want to, 480-776-5231. Thank you. Come on back. We're going to be right back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce. I'm your host here every single Sunday afternoon. And uh, again, I've got Mr. Lou Silverman in with me today, and he's with the Silverman Law Office. I knew you've been doing this for 40 years. I've been doing what I'm doing for 38 years. I would say that we are well-trained, and we have handled just about every situation that there is to handle. Would you agree? Yeah, totally. In (laughs) fact, for the first uh, 20-plus years of my career, I did... Uh, civil work, civil mm-hmm. law, which mm-hmm. was lawsuits, a lot of litigation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I did I did real estate litigation, which was very interesting because it was title related. Yes. But I did divorce. I did bankruptcy. Yes. So what all of that taught me was a couple of things. One is that I got tired of being a master of all trades. What is it? Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. And also just wanting to be a specialist. And so mm-hmm. that's where about mm-hmm. almost 20 years ago, I, I kind of flipped and you know, narrowed my practice to what I'm doing today. Well, you know how and, I found you. My financial advisors said, Carol, you're, you're, you're beginning now to have all of these assets. Mm-hmm. What what do you have? And I go, all of these assets. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, yeah. so they they referred me to you 10 right. or 12 years ago. And and you know what what is so good about you? Your office called me not long ago and said, you haven't been in in a while. Why don't you come on in? You need to sit with Lou. And he needs to look. And, and we need to see if we need to update some things. Because, right. I again, I have more assets than when we first met. Well, the law changes. And sure, sure. And also... We know that people's lives change. Absolutely. And you just don't always mm-hmm. keep up with it. Mm-hmm. So you, you have people appointed in your plan mm-hmm. that may not be living, may not mm-hmm. be True. in your world of influence any longer. You know, that's why updates are needed. So I'll be, I'll be seeing you in the next mm-hmm. week or so, and we're going to be doing so. some, some updating. Yeah. So let's finish off. We, we were talking about planning, dying in, test date with no will, and just, just the cleanup, Lou, that's involved there. Why don't we put it? put a pretty bow around okay. that and then let's move on to estate planning okay well so the the bow would be the probate process once you're in it uh takes minimum of four months only because we have to give a notice to creditors in the newspaper True. Yep. and then we we mail a notice to known creditors so we tell the pr mm-hmm. bring in every invoice you can fr- find every medical bill if you think it's uh, money is owed bring it and then we'll give them notice. Mm-hmm. That can include the IRS. It can include the state mm-hmm. of Arizona, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. Once that process has filtered out, the notice to creditor period is run, and all the assets have been properly sold and mm-hmm. liquidated. Mm-hmm. Um, taxes have been paid. Finally, we get to the end point where finally the personal representative then does need to give an accounting and say, okay, right. And basically, the accounting is, this is what I started with. Right. There's an, Within 90 days of the probate opening, the, the personal representative has to provide an inventory to the beneficiaries. So in this case, the lady from Michigan would be listing all the assets that she's discovered. 
Some of them in, in categories like household goods. Right. We don't generally expect her to go get sofas appraised. Mm-hmm. But antiques could be different. Mm-hmm. Jewelry could mm-hmm. be different. Mm-hmm. Real estate, et cetera. We had a paid-off car, a nice paid-off mm-hmm. car. That would be included in yeah, the Yeah, that uh-huh. would be included uh-huh. in the inventory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's your starting point because when you do the accounting, you're saying, hey, I started with this, and then today this is what we have. I sold mm-hmm. the real estate. Mm-hmm. I sold the car, mm-hmm. I paid taxes, I paid the lawyer, I mm-hmm. paid me if mm-hmm. I'm going to be paid. Right. And so all of that is part of the accounting. Mm-hmm. Then when everybody's looked at the accounting and they're happy with it and says, fine, I want my money, then the money is distributed. And then we can close the probate. Mm-hmm. Yes. The good news is that we never have had to step foot in the courtroom. That is good news. We've mm-hmm. never had to have the court approve mm-hmm. anything unless mm-hmm. we need it. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say that the personal representative is proposing to sell the house for 500000 and you're the realtor, you're saying, you know what, you could get 600000 for this house. Well, now the personal representative, I think, is in a situation where they may need to get the court to approve. The reason I say that is that sometimes we want to give the beneficiaries and any third parties notice of what we're doing and let somebody come in and object. Um, and maybe maybe one of the heirs feels like it's worth six hundred, but maybe in this case you, the realtor, say no. You know, really, it's only worth five hundred. Mm-hmm. And you could explain to the court mm-hmm. this house is mm-hmm. selling for five, and mm-hmm. here's why. You know, it needs roof work, it needs right. this, it needs that. But that way, we're protecting the personal representative mm-hmm. because now the mm-hmm. court says you can sell it. Okay. But that's a rare case. That doesn't mm-hmm. happen very often. Well, and 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 we'll advise too. Okay. So now, so now we've talked about. About dying, uh, intestate, no mm-hmm. will, kind of cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's go to estate planning, wh- okay. which is something that I think is very very important. So I have two adult children, okay, uh, and they have children, and and right. and they have adult children, and I am always on them saying you need to get to see Mr. Silverman, and and you need to set up some estate planning. So talk to me about that, Lou. Okay. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about our process, probably the most important okay. part, because what I think kind of stops people in their tracks mm-hmm. is they don't know where to start. Right. There's an intimidation factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a factor of cost. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, it's just they just they can't get any momentum. Mm-hmm. So once they've contacted us, we send out some worksheet material. Sure. That gets enough background information on family and including children, and then also assets so we can look at the big picture. Then we want to have a consultation. And we don't charge for the initial consultation okay? because I, I don't want to scare people away right off the bat. I'd rather have a t- some time to meet and explain what, what their options are based on what their goals are. And then they can decide, okay, here's the quote to do this or here's the quote mm-hmm, to do that. Mm-hmm. If they leave and never see me again, you know, no harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. But most of the time they see the importance of it and they realize, yeah, we need to do this. So then we just keep moving. So we do what we call a design meeting, which is let's get it all on paper, what you want to do. And then we in our office prepare everything. And then we finally have a delivery meeting, mm-hmm. which is we get everything reviewed and signed. And so that's that's how the process works. You know what I what mm. I valued when I met with you, Lou, is is you brought up things that I never even thought about. 
I mean, even though I'm thinking that this is to protect my assets, you brought up medical power of attorneys. You brought you brought up who wants to be the who do you want to be the personal representative? Uh, do, do you want to give to just your immediate family? What about nieces, nephews, uh, brothers, sisters? I, I never even thought about that. I right. I, no. I came in there and I was a blank slate, but you had it all laid out and the paperwork homework which you sent me home with to fill out really did cause me to pause and to think about things and to really think about things and uh, once I filled that out and we came back in and then we had another meeting uh, I felt so comfortable and so confident that when I when I pass on I don't want to leave a mess for my family I just don't want to leave a mess. I, I've cleaned up yeah. siblings' messes and my mom and dad's messes, yeah, if I you think, will. Yeah. I think you've you've yeah. done a good job. You're not yeah. going to have a mess. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> if my if 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 my children fight about it, it's okay. I won't be here. Well, you can't I won't stop be here. them from fighting, <laughs> but you can certainly say this is what I want. And yes. I, and yes. This is yes. What's going to happen. Yes. And you know, by the way, my favorite client is one that comes in and doesn't have much of an agenda. Right. Because. You're open to it. It's sure. like we discuss it from start mm-hmm, to finish, and mm-hmm. then you, and then you decide. Well, mm-hmm. that's not really important to mm-hmm, me. Like, mm-hmm. let's say we can create trust for your children mm-hmm. as beneficiaries. Well, whatever they inherit from you is creditor protected and divorce protected. I love that so, part. Yes, you know, never yep. never lose it yep. in a divorce. Mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm, lose it to mm-hmm, a creditor. Mm-hmm. But you have to say that you have value to that. Mm-hmm. You may say, "No, I don't care about that. Let them let them do whatever they want to." That's your call, mm-hmm. but I. But you won't know to have the discussion unless we bring it up mm-hmm. with you. Well, the other thing that you pointed out too was: uh, Do you have any favorite charities? Is there anything like that that mm-hmm. you'd like to leave money to? And of course, I do. We we work with Save the Family, so absolutely, I I would like to do something to Save well, the Family Foundation. And that's always the cruise ship question that we ask mm-hmm. people too: mm-hmm. If you and your children and all mm-hmm. your grandchildren, mm-hmm. so in other words, mm-hmm. all your mm-hmm. heirs are on a cruise together, mm-hmm. and you hit the Would iceberg. that be the Titanic? <laughs> That's the one that goes down, and you don't. You have nobody mm-hmm. left. Yes. Then who gets everything? And that causes people some pause because well, they true. don't think about it that way. Yeah. It, and sometimes, you know, charities are a good choice sure. for that. Sure, And it's sad, but it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it of course. Uh, happens, you know, in mm-hmm. our practice, it mm-hmm. happens. You know, people know families that have had that happen to them, so... So, so again, again, what you did, Lou, when you gave me when you gave me some paperwork, and I called it my homework to fill out, it really caused me to sit and to ponder and to think, and and to project into the future what would happen, what would I, Carol Royce, what would I want yeah. from everything that I've worked so hard for all of these years. How do I want that to go to my family? And, you know, I've got children. I've got grandchildren. And right now, I've got five little great-grandchildren. I know I don't look that old, but I do have five little great-grandchildren. So that's why I need to see you, because the last time I saw you, you didn't have any of those. It's the, mir- the, the miracle of modern science that somebody as young as you can have great grandchildren. It's just, it's just, it's just amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I've done is I've had a couple of my grandchildren uh, that that I've helped get, get into real estate. Sure. So I've advanced them a portion well, of, of, of their, uh, yeah. And so that, that is opens up a whole Pandora's box because, <laughs> well, let's say that you haven't planned. And so you pass. Yeah. And so you, you cut me off when you need to, but you haven't, <laughs> you haven't planned. You're, you're dead. 
And now the, your kids bring up and say, hey, wait a second. Mom has already made a gift of 100000 to little Becky. So she, Becky doesn't get that. I know. Well, you need yes. to make that provision up front. Yeah. Because there's no guessing. We need to know what was that. Was it a gift? Was it an advance? Yes. We need to know that. We need to know that. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. I am with one of my favorite people, Lou Silverman, Silverman Law Office. Uh, Lou is who I use for for my estate planning, and I highly, highly, highly recommend him. I'm going to suggest you call him, 480-491-3216. Come on back from our break. We're going to talk about Arizona real estate. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and of course, I am here in the studio with Vicki Royce Middlebrook. Hey, Vicki, you know, the purpose of this show is to talk about our local Arizona real estate market, and we focus on Maricopa and Pinell County, correct? That's right, we do. You know, I I just want to talk about our market because uh, for about the past year, and especially since January through March, it was a critically quick, fast, fast, fast market. That's right. Here's what we're seeing, Vicki. We're beginning to see that that market is showing just a little stress and a few cracks. We're beginning to see a little slowdown. And by here's what I mean about that. I went into the multiple list service the other day, and I was just mm-hmm. looking at properties, and I was amazed to see, number one, how many price reductions meaning that sellers were lowering their prices in the multiple list service. The other thing I did is I checked some days on market, and they tend to be running a little longer. So what that tells me is that our market is beginning to level out. Yeah, we're starting to see some signs there. Um, There are still some homes that come on the market and get multiple offers. And then there's homes that come on the market, and it's kind of like crickets out there. And you'll hear feedback from different agents. And I'm on all these different Facebook groups with real estate agents around our state as well as around the country. And they're saying, have you noticed the showings have really slowed down by the buyers? Slowings are showing down, slowing down by buyers. So if you're listening to us today, understand these points. We are seeing a little bit of a slowdown. Showings are slowing down. Go ahead, Vicki. And it, it all depends on price point. There's quite a few buyers out there in our state that are looking for homes. And with the interest rates going up, they That's simply a huge can't point. afford, or they're sitting back on the sideline going, is this real estate market going to crash? We'll jump in when it does. And that's a dangerous game to play. We've talked about that. Well, you can't Carol. you can't time the market. And here's what Warren Buffett says, and I just love this. Never try to catch a falling knife. Really, you just can't do that. We cannot time the market. What we do, what we do, we can trend the market. And I think that one of the things that you pointed out earlier was that with interest rates going up and with inflation as high as it is, a lot of our home buyers are just beginning to feel stressed out and priced out. That's right. Um, at the Carol Ways team, we're helping many home buyers, though, as well as our home sellers. Um, they're able to make a move, and we have systems in place, and we have contacts and referrals for lenders that can help you Absolutely. with all different types of loan programs out there. So don't get caught up in just what you're hearing out there. Understand there are programs, there are solutions out there to allow you to get into homeownership, and it is okay in this market to make a move. We're meeting with a lot of our listeners right now who are wanting to put their current home on the market and go out and buy another home, whether they're downsizing, they're upsizing, they're right sizing. 
we're seeing a lot of folks come to us and they want that, you know, waterfront community or they want the golf course or the desert desert views, um, all kinds of reasons why people buy and sell. Here, but here's, here's what I, w- I want you to understand. Today, and probably throughout the rest of 2022, we will remain in a seller's market. If that changes, we'll let you know. But we trend the market for you so you don't have to worry with it. And we're going to report to you weekly what the actual trends are. But today, Vicki, it is still a seller's market. It's still a seller's market. And Carol, let's go ahead and dive yes. into this week's under a million single-family detached homes that are in our Arizona Regional Multiple List Service servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Currently, with the active for-sale homes, single-family detached, we have 4,243 homes on the market. That That number's number's up. up. That number's up, yes. Average price point is also up, $557,116. And the days on market for those homes, it's kind of staying where it's been at 30 days. If we take a look at what's under contract in escrow, I think this number might be down. 7,821 single-family homes Mm -hmm. in escrow with buyers on them going through the inspection or doing what they're doing prior to closing escrow. The average price point for those homes, $510,000, and the days on market, 26 days. So it's still a really strong um, average price point for those homes under contract. Closed escrow just since last week's show, we had 1,374 homes close. That's an okay number. I'd like to see that number higher. Average price point for those closed homes, $531,587. That's a strong number. Very strong number. So that tells you the values are still going up. Days on market, 25 days for those. Still very fast. Still very fast. But, Carol, we mentioned... We're still in a strong seller's market. Even though we're seeing a little bit of a slowdown in this market in some areas, 4,243 single-family detached homes under a million dollars is simply not enough. That number should be maybe 16,000, 18,000 for that. So those are active. So if you went on the multiple list service and you just said how many homes are in Metro, Phoenix, and Pinal County, that number was over 4,000 homes. Correct. Correct. And Vicki is absolutely correct. That number should be in the 18,000 range. So we're still short of inventory. Okay, so we're still short of inventory. If the feds keep raising the interest rates like they say they're going to do, Vicki, that again will price out some of our home buyers. And those home buyers that, that are getting more priced out than any others are your first time home buyers. First time home buyers and some of your move up buyers where maybe they're selling right. that, you know, they want to move to that mid range price point. Some of them are getting priced out. What I'm noticing, Carol, the luxury market's still moving strong. And we talked about that earlier in the show. Why is that? A lot of them are buying homes with cash, so they're not interest rate driven on their decisions. But we'll have to see how things play down with the stock market and with what the real estate market continues. But that's why it's so important for you to tune in every week to the Carol Royce Real Estate Show. We want to give you accurate local information on what's going on in this 
market. I'd like to I'd like to to tell you, Vicky, that that uh, late in the late in the week this week, I believe it was on Thursday, I was reading the Wall Street Journal, and the Wall Street Journal broke down the counties in the United States with the highest inflation. You know who led Phoenix? Yes, Phoenix led with the highest inflation, right under ten percent. So you take that inflation period, that inflation number, you couple that with with the higher interest rate, then you add on the rising home prices. Is it a wonder that you and I are saying that that the market is cooling? Yeah, I mean, you hear, you hear all this data, yes. and and there there is a cooling down. Right now, it's not looking like it's anything like a crash or anything like that. No, we're so not it's talking not like crashes. the sky is falling down that we're here to give you any negative information. But we want you to be aware that days on market are starting to go up, that we are starting to see a lot of price reductions out there. And um, there's quite a lot of homes that are expiring and not selling on the market. Um, but you owe it to yourself. Agent selection matters more than ever. You owe it to yourself yes. to reach out to the Carroys team. We're a family-owned company. We care about you. We're here with you every weekend. We're in your homes and in your cars talking with you. Um, reach out to us today at 480-776-5231. Or if you're driving in your car and you can't get that number, you can always go to our website, carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Yes. We built out all those systems. Yes, we did. For home buyers to be able to have access to our sellers' homes. And that's why it's so important for us. You know, Vicki, that is so very true. And and I know that you've got a fantastic property out in the Queen Creek area. I would like for you to just to share a little information with our listeners in case you're looking for, you want some property with, with a little acreage. I think we've got the answer for you. Oh my gosh, we do. This is an amazing home. I love this home. It's at 30964 North Grace Lane in Queen Creek. It's listed at $799,800. And it's 2588 square feet, single level, four bedroom, two bath, awesome home, just under two acres. What I love about this home, it was built in 2017. So it's a newer home with today's current trends. It's move-in ready with fresh paint, new carpet, beautiful swimming pool in the backyard. But you're going to love all of this space. There's grass back there for kids and pets to play. So if you're looking for a home... That is a beautiful home in the Queen Creek area. Call us and ask us about this Grace Lane home. We'd love to show it to you. You know, Vicky, when you say Carol has the buyers, I'd just like to clarify that. Because it's we have we have different levels of buyers. We That's have right. the cash buyers that'll come in and make you a cash offer we do. on your home and you can pick your closing date. You can you can you can do all of that. Then we have the families that are that are maybe living in your neighborhood, maybe renting, just want to find a beautiful home like yours. And and we've got many of those too that we can bring in and show your home to. Yeah, that's right. We've got the we have the professional couples, we have the Newlyweds, which are my favorite, <laughs> the young couples. We have the partners. We have just about anything, uh, but we do have a lot of buyers in our database. We're working with them around the clock, as well as your cash buyers. That's right. So reach out to the Carol Race team today at 480-776-5231. We want to help you get your home sold fast and for top dollar. Or if you want to get into homeownership, we'd love to help oh, you there. Yes, please. Reach out to us today. We'd love to talk with you. We'd love to sit down with you, meet with you, find out what your goals are. 
You know, Vicky, too, we, we work with a lot of lenders, and, and there are ways that you don't have to pay these high, high interest rates. They're very creative in some of their loan programs. So don't let what's happening in the United States stop you from getting into home ownership. Move forward. Keep moving forward. Go buy a home. That's right. We've had a great show with you today. Thank you for listening to the Carol Reese Real Estate Show right here on 550 News Talk Radio. We're here with you every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. Remember, Carol has the buyer's That's carolhasthebuyers.com. And have a blessed Sunday afternoon. We'd love to hear from you and meet with you and help you get the highest price for your home. Bye.